So you know the guess who, right? Who? What? No, no. the guess who? Oh, uh, yeah. You're not gonna guess? Who? No. Uh that's you know, like American woman and um uh, these eyes are crying. Yeah. The she's so high I I kid. Yeah. That's the singer's son. Uh, I believe that. That's a great fucking song, fuck. Let's see if that's on uh, Spotify, fuck. The only thing is that guy... When do you think that song came out? I'm sure I'm sure the possum goes, Who? How? What now? Oh, man. It, don't even get me started on that. It's uh, so fucking funny. When yeah. do I think this was? Is that what you said? Doesn't this song just make you feel good, though? Oh. But like, is it because of the intrinsic goodness of the song itself, or is it become... Or is it because of the memories it invokes? I think it's just the riff is nice. I think it's both. Both. I think if this song came out today, I'd love it. Yeah. But I it brings me back to 2000 or whatever. This right. Probably equal. And you know what's great about the song? It gets right into it. Yeah, it doesn't look, waste any look, time. Look, we're already on the bridge going up to the course. Yes. That's great. Yep. There, we wasted no time. None. We're already right. It's a great sign. You know what's great about Tal Bachman? That is Tal, isn't it? Yeah, fucking guy. He He has respect for your time. He goes, you know what? People are driving in the car. They don't have a minute and a half for a lead into whatever stupid chorus I got. I'm gonna I'm gonna get that chorus straight into your veins within twenty seconds. And that's the type of song he writes. Yeah, it's like he walked into Capitol Records, put both hands on the conference table, leaned over it, and they said, Why should we sign you? And he said, What if I told you I could have you balls deep in a chorus in twenty six seconds? And they go, I've never heard of that. He goes, well, and then he he goes, well, they go, oh shit, the drums are already building up. (laughs) And then the entire studio is covered in, you know what? Yeah. You know what, man? Yeah. That's a guy that knows people got shit to do. Just get to the fucking point. Yeah, he's a nice guy, I'm sure, too. Definitely. I mean, his name is, is Tal Backman. So. Well, he's, yeah, it's these goddamn Canadians. <sighs> Should we do the little fucking thing, the thing? Yeah, do the What fuck, is this, 66? Do the thing, fuck, yeah. I think it's 66. Do you think it's 66? Yeah, it sounds right. We're going to go with it, and if it's wrong, fuck it. I'm so sure can. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 166 of I'm So Surecast. I'm your host, Tim Early. I'm here with Jim Sullivan. Oh, boy. Hello. Wow, folks. Jesus Christ. Sorry, the audio had a... Uh, that was a smooth transition from cheering to clapping, but the audio made it look like somebody screwed up the soundboard. Classic. Uh, right, right, right. So... Listen. Oh? 
Here's what happened, dude. Okay. Okay. I'm like. This is a giant cock. I'm doing this thing where I just try to eat as much like protein as possible. Uh huh. Not like you know. I'm doing it within reason, of course. But um, I'm just like ah, oh, protein, protein. Give me more fucking protein. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I had, I eat meats, Joe. I eat meats. I haven't had a cracker in decades, Joe. But I well, was like, for a month, I had chicken already today. Why don't I have a nice clean piece of fish? Nice fresh fish. I'll tell there. you what, that fish you made. Oh. But I went Forget there I was, about it. and I didn't see haddock in the thing. And I was like, there's no way they don't have haddock. I go, yeah, can I get some fucking haddock, bro? And he goes, ah, don't we don't have any, but tomorrow I'll have some for you. I was like, just give me fucking salmon. He's like, all right. And then we ate salmon, dude. I, I can't even tell you how satisfied I was with that salmon. We rubbed MSG all over it. I can feel MSG coursing through my veins right and now. And that uh, corn. Forget, oh, yeah. That's forget right. About it. Forget about and it. And I wrapped up corn in tinfoil with fucking like a little bit of water so it could steam and also butter, though. And some salt and fucking pepper. Put it in the tinfoil. Put it on the grill. Fucking forget about it, bro. Do you ever see uh, Donnie Brasco with Johnny Depp? Donnie Darko? Yeah. No, no, no. That's with... Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, okay, what what did I? What are you asking me if I saw? Donnie Brasco. 1997, Johnny Depp, Al Pacino. Johnny Depp. Oh, Chocolar? Yes, that's it. Yeah, but no, I haven't. Okay. I probably should see it, though, in theory. But so he goes undercover with the mob, right? Mm, classic. Based on a true story. I'm sure. So he builds up his profile as this jeweler guy. Okay. Does that for like almost a year. Ingratiates himself with the mob. Becomes becomes ingratiated into the mob so that he's one of them now. Mm, yep. So his family sees him like once every three months. Yep. Yep. And he comes home and the wife is freaking out. And she's like, what the fuck? Like the kids never don't even know who you are. I'm basically a single mom because I'm raising all these kids. Fuck. Right. Fuck. And then he's flipping out because he's all stressed with work going undercover for the mob. Right. But, but he can't even talk about his problems. But who do you think is right of the two of them? I'm sure they're both. Like who who is allowed? Who to- has the more valid point in your opinion? Oh fuck. I mean, he does because he could get his fucking balls cut off at any moment and a a fucking gun shoved up his mouth and the trigger pulled. Here's my thing. Okay. I'm going with her because he's doing this entirely voluntarily. Ah. And it's like, why are you getting married and having kids? If you're going to do that, you know, what right. I mean? those jobs should be the guy. No, you're right, though. But you watch it and he's like the hero. You root for you root for Johnny Depp. But at the same time, when he when and his wife's character is annoying in the movie. Yep. But it's like what we say about uh, 
the dad and Johnny Tsunami. Every Disney movie, the dad's yeah. always right. Yeah. But you, the dad's the, the sort of villain. Right. But then they have like some weird understanding at the end of the video, at the movie. He, but here's the understanding at the oh, end of the God. movie. The dad agrees with the kid every time. Yeah, that's true. Like the kids never like, dad, you were right. It's always the dad going, you were right. You're very good at snowboarding or, or, or roller skating. Right. That's true. Like if you watch Brink. Right. The dad keeps telling Brink or whatever the fuck his name is. To like focus on us. To get a job. Yeah, that's right. And he's like, buzz off, dad. None you. I'm just a soul skater, bruh. And then, and, well, actually, the dad's kind of a loser in that, too, because I think he's laid off. Yeah, he's back. You're his back or something. Not that you're a loser because you're laid off, but at the same time. If you if you're out of a job, you don't really have that much of a leg to stand on. But Johnny Tsunami is the ultimate. J- the dad is meant to look like he's the one who had to come to an understanding. You know what I mean? And there's really no <clears throat> like in none of the Disney movies is the dad. I mean, I know that our whole point we're making is that the dads are always right, but. At no point is are the dads like total dicks. They're completely fucking reasonable like the whole time. Right. There's not the dad that re- takes the belt out of his waistband yeah. and is cracking it. The dad's a dick because he tells kids to do their homework and get a job. He's like, listen, man, I want you to get a job because I don't want you to end up on the street like a loser. He's like, fuck you, dad. Yeah. You're such a piece of shit. Whatever, dad. And then... You're just a conformist. And then it's like, whoa, you won a roller skating competition at the end. Yeah, this will last you at least a month of good fortune. I love how it's, you can't be a nonconformist if you don't drink coffee. Yeah, Uh, that's the best. Frankly, frankly, it's the best. He's a big fan. Great. Fantastic fan. Oh, Mr. 45. It's me. I just decided to come in. I came in through the bathroom window. Are you a big Beatles fan? Huge. Big, big Beatles fan. What What do you think is a better album, Abbey Road or Sgt. Pepper? That's kind of personal for me. I don't, I don't like to discuss favorites. Are you a John Lennon guy or a Paul McCartney guy? Well, they both... Uh, they both have a big place in my heart. It's very serious. Probably equal. Probably equal, but we're not sure. We're going to wait and see. All right. What are you up to? Are you running for president or not? Well, I uh, can't talk about that. There's certain things when uh, you're running for president you can't discuss. And due to like certain whether you're running or not? circumstances, I can't discuss that. All right. How do you think the uh, January 6th committee is going i think it's fantastic everyone's great great people on both sides it's gonna be fantastic you just wait and see i've been following it very closely so closely in fact that i don't want to discuss it uh real quick if you had to pick 9-11 or january 6th which one was worse for the country well i i don't like to get into Opinion pieces, but I'd like to say uh, 9-11 was much worse. That's, yeah, that's, 
a very uh, radical stance. Because you're saying that January 6th is not the biggest threat to our democracy. That's the truth. It's what I know. It's what I've seen. It's what I do. I do it every day. I wake up. I stand by the window and I think, what a beautiful country to be in right now. And I just love those little tiny milkshakes that you get at Wendy's. What do they call those? Frosties. Frosties. That's little chocolate frosties. And I just eat three or four every morning. It gets me going. I feel like we're we're wandering here, but that's interesting. What do you do to keep yourself in shape? What I do is I wake up. Good. I walk downstairs. Then I usually forget something. I go back upstairs. Okay. Get the thing I forgot, which I can't remember what it was. And then I go back downstairs, and that's my workout. Interesting. That's how you stay in shape. That's how I stay would in you, shape. Would you consider yourself in shape? Given I your would body say type? I'm fantastically in shape. It's going to be a great, great time to be me as I get older because I'm fantastic. Ah. Well, that's great news. It's good to hear you're doing well. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing your decisions in the... Uh, Inevitable 2024 race. We're looking forward to it. Everybody is looking forward to it. You just wait and see. We're not sure. A very definitive, uh, hard-hitting answers you provided. When you look at what they're saying about me, it's all good things, all great things. They say only really fantastic things. That's it. That That is very true. I will say... Of all the political figures, you are the most highly spoken of in today's society. That's because I can ride a bicycle, unlike Sleepy Joe. Mm. See, I thought people were a little too uh, gung-ho about that. You thought that was a, uh, a big issue? Big issue, huge issue for America. Interesting. Do you ever sniff little girl's hair? Never done it. Thought about it once, didn't do it. When I was one time in my building in New York City, this little blonde boy wearing, boy. A, wearing a beanie. I saw him and he asked me a question. I can't remember the question because I was just so enthralled with his eyes. This doesn't sound good. And I pointed down the hallway and then he went. And then the camera crew followed him, and I thought, that's weird. Was but it then at, I left. Was it at the plaza, and was it Macaulay Culkin? Yeah, that rings a bell, yeah. Interesting. The, who is that kid? He's home alone. Well, somebody should be his parents. Not me. I'm not doing it. I'm too busy. Frankly, got a lot going on. Big things. Very big things, even though you can't decide what these things are. I can't discuss them. They're secrets. If I went around telling everyone my secrets, then they'd know them, wouldn't they? Yeah, there'd be more of announcements. Then I'd be in big trouble, huge trouble. Listen, is there a Wendy's around here? No. The nearest Wendy's is probably in uh, Amesbury. Well, I've got a driver. I guess I'll uh, I'll have him drive me. Well, it was great to see you, Mr. 45. <laughs>
It was good to see you. I'm going to get little chocolate frosties. I'll bring you one later, maybe. Chocolate frosties? Yeah, I'm going to get chocolate frosties. I'll see you later. Oh, that was nice. What a guy, huh? Wonder if he's going to run. I didn't even think chocolate frosties. Like, are they that good? I thought the big thing was vanilla frosties. But and I, why why does he get three or four of the little ones? Why doesn't he just get one normal size? I think there is something to smaller portions tend to be better. Yeah. Very interesting to me. If I had all the money and time in the world. Right. I think I'd rather get two small right. pizzas from Papa Gino's than one large. Actually, I don't know. I actually well, think... I think they're the rare exception where their larges taste better than the smalls. Well, the smalls fuck up the ratio because then the ratio of crust to za is too high. You know what? Puppuccinos, not every time. Sometimes sometimes they're not great. They're the only pizza place that still respects oregano. Sometimes when you get that in the middle of the... If you get a large pizza in the middle, so each slice, like the bottom three inches... We'll have this nice little oregano pepper on it. Jesus Christ. And it really goes a long way. You know, for fun, sometimes I say, I say oregano. And then I go, oregano, 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 clementine. That sounds really fun. Thanks. It's a blast. Um, oh, geez. And I put red pepper flakes and everything. Well, that's a given. Red pepper flakes are so good. I love how uh, Eric, if he's like, "Oh, I made sauce," he's like, "Oh," and, I, and then I just put a, a ton of red pepper, red pepper flakes. Yeah, it's like two shakes, though, probably. Yeah, because like <gasps> two shakes gets you gets you pretty spiced. It does. It depends what you're doing. You know what I have in the fucking refrigerator is the uh, the truff pasta sauce, and it's the hot one. Oh yeah, I like that stuff. We it's put that really on pizza. Good. It's fantastic. Is that the 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 regular truff? Not the truff hot sauce, the truff pasta sauce. Oh, that sounds good. It's really good. You should fucking try it. I just love sauce, you know. I love red sauce. And truffles are a bit of an acquired taste. But I have acquired the taste. To be honest, I don't know if I've ever had a truffle. Me either. I just have things that taste that have them in it. But I've never like you know eaten. Where are they're slice. mushrooms, right? Yeah. And apparently, you get a dog, like a fucking beagle or something, and they sniff out where they are because they're like slightly buried in the ground. I I'm gonna going by my track record of what type of stuff I like. I'm gonna say I'd I'd end up liking them, but I just don't know. I've never had one. I'd rather just have uh, truffle flavored oils in things or whatever. I don't. Yeah, but I don't even know what truffle tastes like. Yeah, you, sure you do. You um, think so? You don't. I think you do. Maybe. I have some oil over there. If you smell it, you'll go, oh. All right. It's kind of a smell that ah. it sticks with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you burp three hours later and it tastes like truffle. I'm going to get it. And you're going to smell it. All right. Well, this should be interesting. I was just watching. Uh, what was there's some show. Where he gets the guy truffles because he hears it's truffle season. Oh, it was in Kirby Enthusiasm. I feel like this doesn't do it justice because this kind of smells like shit. Maybe do a walk. It smells a little shitty. It smells a little shittier than truffle sacrosanct. It smells kind of like farts. Yeah, it does smell like farts. 
but I but I kind of get the essence of what it's. Yeah, that's not really farting. Let me do it What's again. Well, it doesn't get old, does it? It's like a no. I got I got the essence of it. Eight months old. So this is supposed to be truffle oil, but for some reason it smells like fart. But I guess truffles kind of just smell like fart. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean they're. This smells actually like fart. I mean it's a fungus. So, the pasta sauce came all made, or you made this? It came made. That's a better representation. Oh, that smells great. You like that? Yeah. It smells less like fart. I'm going to take a picture of that after. I haven't had a good pasta meal in a long time. (laughs) You know what's hilarious? I feel like the most American meals ever are Italian meals. Because I feel like America did the best job of just appropriating Italian food. Yeah, I'd, I'd think there's probably a lot of truth to that. I fucking hate the word appropriated, but it's true. I mean, Jesus, how do you argue with that? You know what I'm saying? So if I have dreadlocks. Okay, let's say you do. I'm appropriating. Wow. But You're not, but yeah. When Beyonce has my cousin Maggie's hair. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, because they, well, they should both be fine. But yeah, right. They both are fine. But I'm saying, what are the rules? I would say you're asking the wrong motherfucker, dude. No, I just like to poke holes in this argument. Oh, that's right. That's what he's doing. So I'm supposed to, because if a girl... If an Irish girl to a prom wears a, uh, is it kimono or kimono? Kimono. If an Irish girl wears a kimono, I'm supposed to be deeply upset. But if a Japanese girl. But if a Chinese guy is wearing jeans, um, I would also have to be upset, right? Right. Yeah, you can't have. Your cake and eat it also, though. Here's how you know cultural appropriation and anyone who whines about it is sh- is shit. The rules of cultural appropriation, right, mm-hmm. are you can and can't do certain things based on your race. Sounds like racism to me. Sounds pretty bad. Yeah. So I guess that's the culture appropriation people. Sheesh. Yeah, fuck them. With that being said, I um, am on the season finale of Succession. Uh, season one? Yeah, season one. Oh, great. Haven't, even, haven't started it, but I'm on it. Oh, dude. Shit's really getting spicy right now. So this is when you go, this is when it goes from a show you like to where you're like, oh, shit. You start getting stressed out and shit. And season two, you don't even know how fucking good season two is. Oh, my God, dude. I'm so fucking scared, man. What's going on right now? Do you remember? Yeah, so um, to anyone who's not watched Succession yet, this will be a spoiler alert. So just... Well, season one's like four years old at this point, so I think you're good. Right. Um, So now this is when they had the... uh, like psychiatrist guy come to their house and he dives in the pool and like breaks his face. Yeah. But he was going to have them all talk it through. And then um, 
Kendall like is planning to basically acquire a large section of the company. How good is it when the uh what's his face? The Asian guy's company? Yeah. Well, I don't, I'm not gonna say anything because I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I think one. yeah, because like the Asian guy hasn't done much yet, so you might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be fucking up here. Anyway, Succession is just great, and I'm glad you're finally watching it. Hey, I mean, it only because took- when you started like billions, I don't, I've never seen Bill and billions, but I was like, what? And I know Eric, Eric said he was, but I'm like, Earls, why the fuck are you watching Billions when Succession is right there? Because all, because. All I had to see was Bloomberg terminals in the background. And I was like, oh, man. oh, I'm fucking, I'm in. Yeah. There's none of those in succession. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. They mentioned them once. And I should have talked shit about Billions. I've never seen it. But I just feel like Succession's way better. It was actually kind of funny because uh, they they go on a um, bachelor party. I think it's like a bachelor or it's a birthday party. Whatever the fuck it is. This is in Billions? No, this is in. Uh, succession. Okay. And they're like walking around the club. Oh, that's when uh when they keep busting time for swallowing his own load. Yes. <laughs> but he's like, Oh, I'll see if I can find you a Bloomberg terminal to fuck. And I I thought that was really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would say ninety percent of the population. Oh, a, everyone that shows up is like, Tom, I heard you swallowed your own yeah. load. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then I love how in uh Idiocracy, which I watched last night when they he's like, put this one up your butt, and then like he's like, wait, and then it cuts to him like swishing his mouth with the green shit. Oh yeah. Cause he put it in his mouth. Idiocracy is great. It's quite fantastic, folks. Well, wow, you haven't used this uh iPad since last time. How do you know? Because the thing I Google searched is on there. Yeah, that's true. That's, I don't use that much. There's the power down sound effect. I really don't. It's a perfectly good iPad. No, but, it is. But you also have a computer and a phone. So. I have a com- I have I have three four computers and a phone. I don't know. I mean, I guess I do know why. This would be good when you travel, you should start bringing this. I bought that computer from Mike and then like he took like a week to even ship it out. Yeah. And like 3 days into waiting, I was almost like, "You know what, Mike? Just fucking keep it, dude, and send me my money back cuz like I don't even really fucking want the thing." Yeah. And I used I've used it like four times. And yeah. it's been like what three weeks? That's not very good. Probably should just get rid of it. Well, it's Mike DeBazio, so you know you want to make sure to cherish anything he gives you. And I love how as soon as he uh sent it to me, I'm thinking like, well, at least I can sell it for like more than I bought it from him. Flip the laptop? Yeah, but then he goes, Oh, one rule though, if you ever want to get rid of it, you just have to sell it back to me. I'm like, what the fuck? You sell it to him at double the price? Yeah. Ah, frankly, when you look at what they're saying about me, it's fantastic. So we got 4th of July weekend coming up. No, that is coming up. No, it is. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. Should be good weather. Yep. Last year's 4th of July fucking sucked. And we did practice. We had some practicing today. The practice does make you feel a lot better. It does make you feel better. I don't better. know what's going on, but... I'm seeing things. I think it might be because of these drugs the army put me on. But if you could uh, just get me well enough to get back to base. Right. <laughs> Kick ass. <laughs> well, don't want to sound like a dick or nothing, but uh, it says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. 
What I do is just like, like you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I, I'm serious here. <laughs> Don't worry, Scrub. Now there are plenty of tards out there living really kick-ass lives. My first wife was tarded. She's a pilot now. I, I need for you to be serious for a second here, okay? <laughs> I, I need help. Ah, what a good movie. Anyway, we haven't really talked about anything so far. No. Isn't that good? Yeah. I wonder if I took any notes. I bet I didn't. What is with... I'm not even going to say anything. I'm an idiot. Do you have any emails? Mm, that's a good question. Oh, yeah. Gmail. Danny Bergeron's The Difference Between Bush and Biden email still makes me crack up. <laughs> oh, Danny Bergeron. Hey, guys. I read a story online that might interest you. I read... That back in his Harvard business school days, George Bush could be found at various bars in Harvard Square. Uh, sitting on an upside down bar stool with three of his buddies, each of them taking a bar stool like up the ass. Funny how some things change and some things don't. <laughs> then he said, hashtag male cheerleader things. <laughs> oh. All right. You know what's so funny is that because of the male cheerleader thing, I don't know if that's a funny fake story or if it really happened. <laughs> uh, he also sent another email. He said, my question to you is, what Secret Service agent would think, yeah, I think Shaky Joe, six months away from being full-blown Alzheimer's and probably has Parkinson's, can handle riding a bike for a publicity stunt. That yeah. whole event brought me so much joy. I felt like a kid on Christmas. What was your reaction? No, I agree. So on the, on the one hand, I think uh, people were were uh, getting a little too celebratory about the footage of it because at the end of the day, like it's probably not even top twenty five gaffes he's made. Yeah, and like I've done exactly what he did. Right, but I think the the whole thing is like Danny's saying, this guy can't even function and you're putting him on a bicycle. Right. Probably not a good idea. And if you look at the, there's um, another angle of footage that, so he's following a caravan of cyclists. Yep. They all take a right from where he comes out. Yeah. They all take a sharp right. And then the press is there to take pictures of... You're supposed to take a right and then just keep going. And the press is supposed to take pictures. But instead he came on over. Yeah. And so... Because you see the cyclist right before him takes a right. Yeah. And then Joe just cluelessly just barrels straight into the press. Uh. <laughs> and again, this isn't anything surprising, but it is hilarious. There's one guy in particular filming with his phone that like when he falls, the guy just has a big smile on his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think the thing that's funniest with Biden is any other circumstance. First of all, if Biden's a normal guy, right? And he we we play at Salvatore's on a Friday night and he's going like, "Hey, uh, that's a that was great uh 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 Simon and uh Schuster, not Simon and Schuster, man. Simon and Garfunkel. Stark and Starskin Hutch. I'd go You'd love him, but the problem is when you're. Here's the thing. Oh, here it is. When he tries to be a hard ass tough guy, 
Mm. And it keeps going. That's not a joke. Yeah. Not a joke. Then you go, well, you kind of are a joke when you're falling off a a bicycle, a BC Clayton. Right. And no, George right. Bush, here's the hilarious part, right? Yeah. If you are a... Everyone loves George Bush now. Yeah. So if, if you are a uh, 2004 John Kerry voter, right? Mm-hmm. You hated Bush mainly because of his... Do you have bread? I accidentally hit that. <laughs> mainly because of his uh, ridiculously hawkish policies getting us involved in a totally ridiculous, never-ending war that was never justified to begin with. And also, you hated his religious tendencies, right? <coughs> Trump... Trump hated pointless wars and is like the least religious guy to ever run as a Republican. And they hate Trump more than George Bush. Yeah, it's true. And so it shows you how insincere and clueless these people are. Probably. But then he hands Michelle Obama a piece of candy, George Bush, at like a thing and it goes viral. And they're like, we love Bush. Watch. In 10 years from now, whatever other Republican is president. I guarantee it. People in the media are going to go, Hey man, say you about Trump. He wasn't like this. He would, he would, uh, he would be reasonable. So this is what they do every fucking time. Right. <laughs> you call everyone a fucking Nazi. You call Reagan a Nazi. You call George, uh, H Bush, a Nazi. You call George W. Bush, a Nazi. You call Mitt Romney a Nazi. Yeah. And then you go, all right, well, we're going to just get fucking Rodney Dangerfield from Caddyshack then. And like, fuck you. And then right. you go, no, no, but he's a Nazi. And you go, you guys have been saying this for 20 fucking years. Right. Anyway, uh, at least he doesn't sit on upside down bar stools, which is good. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong. It's fine. Um, I have a Matt Boucher. Oh, there are some times in life when you just need to face the reality that you're not as great as you think you are. For me, that moment was when I watched Melissa load a dishwasher for the first time. I used to think I was so good at getting the most out of the space in the dishwasher. I learned quick, real quickly after watching her that I am very much an amateur dishwasher loader. Very humbling moment. Did I use that word correctly? Yes, definitely use the word correctly. I wish you sent a picture of the load she uh, yeah, can, organized. Can you send us... That kind of leaves us hanging here. Because I don't really know how bad and how good we're talking here. A picture should have been accompanied. A picture is worth, worth a thousand words, dude. So when you load a dishwasher... Me? Yeah, and I yeah. said dishwasher, but I meant dishwasher. I load a dishwasher like an asshole. All right. Oh, but you have the fucking holder things in your silverware thing. You don't? No, no, we just have the... Oh, right, right, You have the cover. Right, right dude, right, right, right. I have everything sticking up. Gotcha. That's, I think, the best way to do it. Yeah, it's fine, just fine. 
But the, that's what I do too. There's rinsers and there's people that go right in the dishwasher. Now, 80% of the time, it's fine. It gets rid of everything. Right. But a good rinse means you're getting real clean in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think so. All right. Let me put it this way. Let's say you make uh, chicken ZD Alfredo. Okay. So That sounds good. I ate my whole plate. You sure did. And I hand it to you. Yeah. Now, there's going to be inevitably little bits of green and yellows and all that stuff. Yeah, stuck. there's going to be a coating of just Alfredo. Now, you could just put that in. I'd probably give it a quick rinse. That's what I'm saying. You'd be fine with the rinse, but you'd be finer. No, you'd be fine sans rinse, but you'd be finer with rinse. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Okay. But... I'm curious because we're talking about we're talking about load efficiency here, and again, love that Mapuche wrote in. We love to see the participation. Gonna need a video or a video or a photo. I said video twice. You did, and you said or, which made you sound like a fucking idiot. Yeah, there. can we can we edit that? We'll fix that. Oh no way! Somebody actually wants to buy that. Mapuche's dishwasher? No, I um, I have some... The NFT you bought for $3,000 last week? And your name is Kelly? What so the... I bought these parts for my A6, the A6 that I sent back, but I bought them before I even saw the car, right? Like little little dumb shit, like like turning blinker markers that are, bla- that are smoked out, as we call them in the biz. They're like tinted. Sounds super cool. Probably spend like 40, 50 bucks on them. They're unbelievable. So now I have these parts for a car I don't have. So then I put them on Facebook and was like, somebody buy these. And someone just messaged me. I was like, yeah, I'll buy them for 25 bucks. Hold up. Wait a minute. <laughs> Something ain't right. And I'm like, that's not so bad. Maybe I'll do that. Do it. Probably going to fucking do it. I'll tell her right now. They li- but they live in Boston and you have to drive them there. Yeah, that, that's not going to happen. I said, okay, sure. Okay, sure. Where'd you sell him? Facebook. Oh, Kelly is a guy. His name is Kelly. And ah. Like, that's why I was like, really? Not that. I don't know. It's just unlikely that some girl is browsing for smoked turning markers for her A6. You know what I mean? K-E-L-L-Y. Does anyone here seen Kelly? Anyway, you were saying... I, was I saying, though? No, I'm just saying I wish Boo had a picture of the dishwasher load. You did again. You said dishwasher. Because you got to figure. You got Matt, Melissa, two little, little kids. Yeah. So Matt... Well, I think you're focusing way too much on the rinsing, not like the arrangement of no, the- no, no, no. The rinsing is totally unrelated to this. Okay, continue. It's load strategy. Okay, but I'm saying we need a picture because if you have a family of six, if you have if you have four teenagers 
living in your house, then you got to be creative with how you load this thing. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I, I want to see the strategy. I mean, I think you got to send some pictures, but because fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. He needs to send pictures. Send them along. We'll review them real time. The rinsing was a adjacent argument with what to do to get the best deep clean. Oh, okay. I see. But I agree. It's all loading. If you host Thanksgiving, Christmas, that's when load technique, you know, really needs to shine. Yeah, I would fail. Because you're like, how the fuck do I, how do I fit all this in here? I just like throw a few things in the in and then just wash them. Right. But that's what I'm saying. You don't really need technique because half your dishwasher is going to be empty per load anyway. Right. I'm talking. No, I get it. I do. Yeah, we need a pick, Bo. I do get it. Um, but he did uh, use humbling correctly. What else? What else? What else? I mean, did we do anything? This do you week? think Gargara is still alive? We yeah, went probably. to Newburyport on Friday. That's right. We did do that. We went to Brine. You know, I thought that burger was just okay, by the way. I didn't think it was that great. Eric was like, this is an unbelievable burger. I was like, I don't really agree. Yeah, it, yeah, it was just fine. It wasn't uh, like it was like a six and a half out of ten. Yeah, agreed. Like I would, I wouldn't even be like, "Oh, this burger's really good." I wouldn't even say that. No, I wouldn't be like, "Man, this burger is fucking like unreal." No, I totally agree. Which is what what Eric thought about it. He definitely uh, was what? highly flattering of of the Port Taverns burgers. What? What? Why? What the? He goes, can you do 25 for these items? I go, okay, sure. He goes, you would have to change the price by editing the post. I'm like, how about you just fucking come give me money and give me 25 instead of 40? Like, what are you fucking talking what about? What relevance is the post if you're the seller and you're agreeing to... I'm going to tell this kid to go fuck himself pretty soon. So if you go into a... If you see a car online for 16000 at a dealership and you go in and you go, yeah, that house for that car for 16 K. I want to drive it. And then you drive it and you go, you know what, man? I'll give you 13 K for this. And they go, all right, deal. Well, you got to change the advertisement online before I do anything. Like, what? Isn't it the equivalent of that? Yeah, it is. In what world does that take place? Uh, I don't know. This guy Kelly's an idiot, I think. I woke up the next morning under my bed, which, which I, I thought, thought was weird. weird. That sounded satanic. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm the coolest, man. Um, yeah, I gotta buy. I need to buy like work clothes. But then I always remember, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, a goddamn Brooks Brothers shirt is like a hundred dollars, and I want like five of them. What about Banana Republic? They don't. F- nothing fits me, dude. Nothing fits me right. I have a weird body. Brooks Brothers fits you good though. Brooks Brothers fits me. So that's, the, dude. Buy what's a uh, the type of shirt you would wear for Brooks Brothers is what a hundred ten bucks. Yeah, they're or like, like a Starbucks. They're like ninety eight dollars usually. All right, you got to figure. Let's say you do spend six hundred dollars at Brooks Brothers. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's six shirts. There's five 
days in the work week. Uh-huh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. And then you'd be good. Yeah, but I have 600 less dollars. Yeah, but you never have to worry about having a shirt for work. All right, so let's do this. <clears throat> I think all your I think all your stuff fits. Six hundred dollars divided by five days a week is hundred and twenty dollars per day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now let's divide that by fifty-two. Mm-hmm. We're doing good so far. That's two dollars and thirty cents a day to wear a shirt. Not just to wear a shirt, to be able to cycle through five different shirts. Yeah, that, so that's the price of a nice coffee. So just stop, stop drinking coffee. And then it's free. And it's free. Fuck. Folks, he's he's honestly got a point. So if you quit coffee, you can get $600 worth of shirts for free. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically true. Oh. It's all the little things. That's like when people are like, Jesus Christ, what's Netflix up to? Like 15 bucks a month? And then you go, yeah. And then you see them at the bar later. And someone's like, yeah, dude, uh, I ordered you another drink. Uh, I can't even think of this example. I think I'm accidentally cocked. Yeah, I'm accidentally cocked, too. No, but he, uh, the same guy goes up to the scratch ticket machine and puts 40 bucks in. Yeah, that's a better, or like spends 20 bucks on touch tunes or something. Yeah. Which I got pissed at the tap because music was playing. The touch tunes machine was on. I put a bunch of money into my credits. So that I could put shit on. And then when I went to put shit on, they shut off the jukebox. I hope it didn't. I hope the app didn't put it through. Oh, the app put it through. I have like 80 credits to the tap yeah, downstairs. Now. Because the tap. Yeah. You, you know, you don't want the bartender shitty tasty music playing. You yeah, no, want, I don't want to. I don't want to listen to follow up. Touch tunes is a democracy. That's why I love Mr. Mike's. You go in there. <laughs> I got my touch tunes. I always play. Uh, build me up buttercup. Make, uh, you make my dreams come true by Helen Oates. I bet you'd walk in there a lot and you hear that song. It's like, um, Josie's on a vacation far Yeah, that song's always there. Yeah, I bet that song. Because it gives lot. you the top, the, the most played songs and that, I feel like that's always one of them. Um. And no one really tends to have shitty musical taste there. Every now and again, you right. know, you know, the wrong person could be in there. Right. But for the most part, it's like seventies and eighties. Right, right, right. right. I don't know why the eighties gets such a bad rap, dude. The eighties seems like the funnest decade. If I could be my age in any decade, I'd pick the eighties. Eighties are fine, just fine, bro. Like legit. Don't you think we're both thirty-two now? Don't you think it'd be the funnest? To be 32 in like 1984. Yeah, probably. I just feel like everything was affordable. If you went to your son's Little League game, everyone's drinking Budweiser and it's just, yeah, this is great. As opposed to now where everyone's drinking like smoothie shakes. Yeah, like I guess everyone would just in the 80s, everyone would go to like Kowloon. Yeah. And they'd just be doing fucking rails in the bathroom and then ah. Chinese food, even though you don't want to eat food. Be the best. That's like all people did. They raged at Kowloon. The 80s has to be the, the, the best decade in history of the United States so far. I mean, probably. Because no one gave a fuck. Not a lot of fucks were given. I mean, nowadays, and people, 
First of all, no one's ever made an argument to convince me why I, as an American, am supposed to give a flying rat's ass about Ukraine. What? What? I don't give a fuck. I mean, you're asking the wrong guy, bro. I purposely don't even read And then you get the 80s where there's an actual Cold War going on. Half of Germany is actually under the Iron Curtain. And everyone in America just like, yeah, what's up? Yeah, everyone in America is like... Josie's on a vacation far away. You know what's funny, too? When I think of the 80s, it's it's always year-round summer in my mind. Every every so you don't thought of the 80s evokes people going to the beach, drinking Budweiser's, going to Little League games, and I never imagined the 80s in the winter. Yeah, but I, I, I picture a lot of people in, like, the crazy skiing outfits. Oh, that's a good point. Because skiing is so fucking 80s. Actually, that is a good point. But that's still fun. And people were like fucking going down the mountain with like, I don't know, were there Walkmans? He's got Wendy, dude. Stan, you don't even know her. (laughs) Yeah, Walkmen were in the 80s. All right. So people were like on their skis with their bright fucking colored one piece. I just love, have you seen Hot Tub Time Machine? Yeah. I just love when he goes. So John Lennon got shot in 1980, and they go back to 1986. Yeah. And that guy's cocked on the roof. So he's obviously from the future. And he goes, John Lennon dies, you know. Wait, did that already happen? (laughs) Happened like six years before. Oh, God. I wish, yeah, the 80s would have been great. I think if you were born in... 1964. That's the sweet spot. Yeah. Because you're 21 in 1985. Yeah, it'd have been nice to get a taste of like the 70s, you know? And the 60s, a little taste of the 60s. Yeah, I agree. When did that be? That's the sweet spot. Seems about right. Isn't that like when my dad was? Yeah. That's when, that's the peak of the boomers. Not the peak, but the ass end of the boomers. Be like old now and shit. Be like a Starbucks. Make it like a Starbucks. Uh, it would be amazing. Jesse's on a vacation far away. We should, maybe we should cover that song. I mean, probably should. In the appropriate key. Whoa. Dude, what is going on? Damn near broke the thing. All of our listeners are going, what the fuck? No, this is the worst episode ever, I think. This may be the worst episode in years. Um... What did we do different today? We just drank more beer. We drank beer and we and we practiced. We practiced so, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we're supposed to practice after or something. Maybe, but then we'd be making a ruckus at like nine o'clock. That's true too. Huh. I think, Very interesting. I think we're just or extra drunk and extra boring today. Do you think jamming made us tired or some shit? It's very possible. And. I see. I usually have like one beer too, and I've had three. That's a little. That's a little crazy for me. Yeah. Well, I was drinking all day on the golf course. So oh, I'm, well, that's I'm, why. Yeah, you're an idiot. I'm very sloppy. Jesus Christ. Are we playing on Saturday? Uh, yeah, I sent you money, right? Oh, playing golf. Yeah, yeah we're teeing off at nine forty. That's gonna be fucking sick, huh? It's gonna be great. I'm gonna be striping, fucking zingers, bro. My goal is to shoot exactly an eighty. Now, I know what you're saying. Why not make it a 79? No, no. My goal is to shoot an 80. I'm going to shoot an 87. An 80 is 
Eight over par. So, I'll get four bogeys on the front, four on the back, and just par the rest fuck. Okay, perfect. Maybe get an occasional birdie that will afford me an extra bogey. Yeah, do that. That's all there is to it. If you don't do that, I'm going to kill you. I'm telling you, I figured something out. and uh, There's no turning back? There's no turning back. Oh, fuck. All right. And I'm playing Friday, too. Oh, my God, dude. You're going to be fucking fresh off the printing press. I I may shoot a 65. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I want to shoot like a 94. Watch me shoot like a 106. No, nah, no. Nah. Crystal's always good to us. We never... We all do well at Crystal. Yeah, because we, we know her. We know her well. We, we know, know her ex- Exactly. And we know that um, Josie's on a vacation far away. And the back then at Crystal is is a familiar. It's she's a she's a a gentle beast, you know. And then there's you know every single time I play that course, the um, you know the hole that's over the water where all the geese are, and then there's the gully, and then the green is up high. Yes. The yeah, one, that's like uh, six, uh, 15, I think. The one after that, which is like the 93. Or it's yeah, it's like 110-yard par three. Yeah. Every time I play that hole, that one and the one that's when you drive, you have to drive through the neighborhood and you tee off in the people's backyard, that par yeah. three. Yeah. So those two holes, every time I play those holes, I always go, okay, remember, it's not your gap wedge, it's your pitching wedge. Or it's the other way around, and I can never remember which one it is. It's probably your pitching wedge, or no? It's probably you're probably telling yourself to use the gap wedge. Who would ever buy any of those fucking houses? Not me, man. <clears throat> Apologies if any of our listeners live off Crystal Lake Golf Course. You could not give me one of those houses as a gift. I'd probably take one as a gift, but I wouldn't buy one. I'd take one as a gift. To use as a nice storage unit. A nice storage. That'd be a nice storage unit. Then you could sneak out and play a fucking hole. Yeah. And then store some stuff and make some steak. It's true. All right, we're gonna wrap it up because Yeah, this is bad. Sucks. Um kind of like a stomach. And Josie's on a vacation far away. So shoot us an email. It's dot that dot tims at gmail.com. Fucking boo, we expect photos next time. All right. Bye.
what woke means. It means you're a loser.